Hello, it's Pamboros People Booster. I'm here to cheer you up, calm you down and help you to not go pop. Welcome to the Burnout Buster podcast to help you shed the stress. And today I'm going to ask you the question, what do you want? What do you really, really want? Let's not do the Spice Girls impression, Pam. It will not entertain anybody and might frighten the horses. But I am going to ask you this very important question. Are you really doing what you want and what really lights you up? Now, there are ways in which that affects your mental health, physical health, emotional health, general well-being and just changes your mood when you wake up in the morning. And there's some very small things that we can do that will have a big impact. So let me tell you what those are. But first, we are going to do a little bit of letting go. So we're going to do one of my favourite ways to just bring yourself into the moment to let go of tension. One of the things that happens in burnout is that we keep gathering tension and we keep pushing on and skipping lunch and working longer hours, trying to squeeze more in, doing all these things. And we don't just pause. And what happens is by the end of the day, we're so wound up, we can't sleep properly. So what we're going to do now is just a little bit of letting go. And it's called Just Let Go. And it's for a very valid reason, because the J-U-S-T stand for certain things. You might have done this with me in the past. It's worth doing again. And the let go is about letting go of your breath. Okay, so J is for jaw. Just check right now. Are you clenching your teeth? You might be doing it unconsciously. It might be something that happens when you're concentrating. Certainly, it's something that happens when we get a level of stress and adrenaline going on. So maybe just run your tongue around your teeth, loosen the jaw, make sure there's a gap between your teeth rather than being clenched together. You know, sometimes it gets so severe, people have to wear a gum guard at night so they don't grind their teeth in their sleep so that their teeth actually crumble. Oh my goodness, wouldn't it be great to get into the habit of loosening your jaw during the day and following the other things that we're going to do in this little exercise so that you don't have to have an uncomfortable night and that you can sleep peacefully. So run your tongue around your teeth, leave the jaw a little bit looser. (sighs) Just already just starting to notice letting go. Okay, so that's J for jaw. The next thing is that we tend to frown a lot. We bring tension into the upper part of the face. We've dealt with the jaw in the lower part of the face. Now we're looking at the upper part of the face where the forehead might be frowning, the eyes might be clenching. You're kind of trying to think of things and squeezing up that top top part of the face. So let's loosen that. Now, a really fun way to do this is to raise your eyebrows and lower your eyebrows. You can do it fast or slow, looking like a Marx brother up and down with the eyebrows and then bring them to neutral. So you've just kind of eased out. You've forced yourself to do the opposite of a frown, so a surprise look, and then relax the eyebrows. So that upper part of the face then gets some relaxation too. So that's J for jaw, U for upper face, because F for forehead didn't make a word. And then we come on to S for shoulders. Where are your shoulders right now? Are you wearing them for earrings as they tend to rise up when we get stressed. So what I'd like you to do, if it's convenient where you are right now, to raise your shoulders up as if you are trying to create earrings. So they're going up towards your ears, but then back 
and down and round. And let's do that a few times. Up, back, down and round. And as you're doing that, you might be able to feel some crunching and a clicking. Oh, and while we're doing that, carry on, please do. Just to let you know that my shoulders are crunching, clicking a little less today because last night I did my monthly virtual spa, which I have started doing monthly again. So I took a break over the summer, but it's back. Ding, ding, ding. So it's an hour of self-massage. Put your feet in a bucket of bubbly water and then do some reflexology. So you're basically sitting at home, comfy as you like. It can be in your pyjamas and a dressing gown. doesn't matter because it's on YouTube. It's a YouTube live um, broadcast. So nobody can see you and I can't see you. And you just enjoy the show and a little spa for yourself. It lasts for an hour, 6.30 till 7.30 on the last Monday of the month. If you are already signed up to my Monday motivation message, you'll get the link for the tickets. Free tickets. It's free for you. So why wouldn't you? And I notice, you know, when I'm showing other people how to do it, obviously I'm doing it too. And the difference is incredible. So if while you are hopefully continuing to roll your shoulders you'll notice if there's more work to be done so put aside the last monday of the month 6 30 till 7 30 for you a little hour of virtual spa so i'll continue to do it so the next one is the last monday in november depending on when you're listening to this of course which will be the 29th of november but just look out for the last monday of the month now you can um get the link uh, get registered and get a free ticket, which means that I've then got your email address to send you some follow-up resources. However, if you forget and you just remember last minute and think, oh, I want to do that, you can just go to my YouTube channel, Pamba Rose People Booster on YouTube. And not only can you just join live there, but also you can see past ones that are, the recordings are there on YouTube. A little uh, hour. In fact, this this time I'm doing them for an hour, but the previous ones are an hour and a half, so you can pick a longer one if you want. So we're rolling the shoulders. Right. So we've done J for jaw. We've done U for upper face. We've done S for shoulders. And then it's T for tongue. T for tongue. The tongue tends to get, <laughs> sounds like a tongue twister, the tongue tends to get stuck to the roof of the mouth when we're feeling tense. So let the tongue rest in the bottom palate. So that's the J-U-S-T and then the next bit is let go, just let go. And the let go refers to your breath. How are you breathing right now? Is it short and shallow? Is it a little bit panicky? Is it not really giving you the full oxygen? So I'd like you to start to breathe a little deeper, a little longer and allow yourself to really get enough oxygen in. Now, as you do this nice long breaths, you might find that you feel a little dizzy. If that happens, that suggests that you weren't getting enough oxygen. And now that you are, it makes you feel a bit dizzy. So that's not a problem, but it is a message to say you need to do some more breathing and just remember the power of a good few deep breaths. So let's put all of that together. So we're going to do it all at the same time. So you're going to lift your shoulders up to your ears as you take a deep breath in and raise your eyebrows. And then as you breathe out, you're going to relax your eyebrows, relax the jaw, relax the tongue and roll the shoulders back and down as you do a nice long deep breath out. 
And making sure the out-breath is longer is the one that really relaxes us. Let's do that a few more times. Breathing in, raise the shoulders, raise your eyebrows. And then roll the shoulders back, relax the eyebrows, relax the jaw, relax the tongue. Breathe out. Let's do a few more. Up and down. Two more. Up and down. One more. Up and down. And then just ease your neck out a bit. You might want to nod yes and shake no and just send an ear to each shoulder. Roll your shoulders a couple of times. <clears throat> Maybe joggle your shoulders a little bit where you kind of push your shoulders up and let them drop. You don't have to make the noises I'm doing that because you can't see what I'm doing. It's a little demonstration by audio. Okay, so hopefully you feel like you've done a little just letting go there. So anytime you come off a call and you're feeling a bit tense, maybe because of the content of the conversation or just that you've been sat still too long and, you know, maybe sitting at the computer on video or whatever it is you're doing, just do a few rolls of the shoulders and nice long breaths. And um, I've said this before, but I'll say it again, that uh, habit stacking is a really good idea. So figure out something you do every day, like getting in the car, out of the car, boiling the kettle, um, brushing your teeth, something that you just do anyway. And then stack the new habit onto that. So maybe every time you're waiting for the kettle to boil, you take some breaths, roll your shoulders, relax the jaw, relax the forehead, having those just let go moments that just becomes a habit. Now, what, what happens then is you will start to notice when you haven't done it, when it becomes more of a habit and you do it on a regular basis. You'll notice when you haven't done it, you'll feel that and you think, oh, God, I really need to stretch that out. Whereas when you just are heading for burnout and you're just doing too much and not looking after yourself, it'll just get more and more tight and you won't notice until you've pulled your neck muscle or, you know, just caused some other knock on problems that that stops you in your tracks. OK, so that's our little bit of letting go. And now on to our main theme of the day, which is what do you want? So we're exploring what do you really want? And this occurred to me because I realized there are certain things I do, certain ways I run my life, uh, things, places I have, things in the house, um, little routines that I have that actually have just been, you know, sometimes they're a throwback of other things, other reasons. And I'll give you a silly example, which may not seem relevant to start with, but Many, many, many years ago, I was on my driving test and the just before the driving test, we were driving around the streets, me and my um, driving instructor, just going round the route of the test itself. And we came up to some traffic lights at quite a major um, junction, uh, crossroads. It was two lanes on all sides and just immediately after the traffic lights, was a skip in the road parked in the, you know, kind of where a car would be. And so I then had to, I got stuck behind this skip waiting for the traffic in the right-hand lane to let me out to overtake it. So when I immediately after that run round the block, we went for my actual test and I thought, aha, I'm going to be really clever here. I'm going to um, sit in the right-hand lane 
so that I then don't have to manoeuvre around this skip and get myself all stressed. So I'm thinking ahead. Now, when we got to the traffic lights and I'm in the right-hand lane, we sit at the red traffic light and beyond the traffic lights, I can see that there is no, no skip. Somebody's already moved it. I'm like, oh, well, never mind, never mind. I haven't done anything illegal. And when it came to the end of the test where they ask you questions, the driving instructor, the driving tester said to me, examiner, isn't it? That's the word. Um, the examiner said to me, uh, what's the correct procedure if it's a two lane highway and you're coming up to some traffic lights? Which lane would you be in? So I said the left hand lane. And then he said, and so why were you in the right-hand lane when um, we were just on the test? And I said, well, well, you don't realise there was this skip and then we are trying to overtake it and it seemed a bit dangerous. And so I thought I'd think ahead and blah, 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 gave all this kind of blurb, blurble, blurble, blurble. And the driving instructor, the driving examiner uh, said, very well. And, uh, and I thought, oh, that's all right. And I didn't lose a point for it. And I passed my test first time. Now... Why have I used up all this time telling you that story other than to give you a little bit of humour? <laughs> well, it's because sometimes you keep on taking the right-hand lane. You keep doing something that made sense the first time you did it, but now is not what you need. So just have a little observation. Remember to be curious, not critical. But just notice what kind of habits have you got? Have you got something in a cupboard that is difficult to reach because at the point that you first put it there, there wasn't any room anywhere else? Could you make room in an easy cupboard? Have you got things that you hardly ever use in an easy reach cupboard and things you use on a regular basis in a difficult to reach cupboard? I talk as a small person, so <laughs> maybe this happens more for me. But maybe you have other habits as well. What do you eat for breakfast? Do you enjoy it? Do you like it? Is it something that you look forward to? How do you arrange your day? You know, do you do, you do something first thing that sets you up, and makes you feel really lovely? Or do you put that off because, you know, it's more important to do what everybody else needs you to do? So what are the things that you just miss, the opportunities that you miss each and every day? to just get what you want, to do things the way you want. And even to have things looking the way you want. So um, obviously we've been experiencing the pandemic and we've been in lockdown. So I've had very few people visiting the house. And, um, and I had somebody come for a one-to-one -one session this week. And we went into the room that I've always used for coaching. It's a large, spacious room that's very comfortable. And I suddenly realised just how much it needs decorating because it's got kind of pale yellow walls and um, they, they just look really marked and, um, yeah, it <laughs> looks like somebody's been smoking in there, which they haven't, but uh, maybe it's the candles, I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, and I was thinking, oh, I haven't really noticed that, but if that room, now I've noticed it, is really going to bug me. And so, you know, I could just get a tin of paint. It's not going to cost much just for a tin of paint. Mind you, you do know what happens next is you go, well, if I'm going to strip the room to, in order to paint it, I may as well get something else new. And well, let's change the lampshade. And what about the curtains and all that? But anyway, my point being, what are you putting up with that actually for maybe a little bit of that elbow grease or maybe just moving things around, maybe changing your schedule? Maybe, oh my goodness, how about this? 
maybe put in a little space in your diary in which you just take a breath and catch up and do whatever, you know, do whatever you need to do to catch up and feel less crazy or do nothing. I know it's a concept. Now, you might not be very good at doing nothing. People who listen to burnout podcasts might be people who aren't very good at doing nothing. But you could be doing something which is very different from what you're busy doing the rest of the time. So it might be reading or doing some listening to music or playing some music. It could be doing something crafty or just doodling. You know, find something that is kind of doing but doing nothing, busy doing nothing as the, um, I think it's the seven dwarves who sing that, busy doing nothing. So find yourself something to do and make time for that and very important thing is not to let something else take that out of your diary and I say diary with purpose because it has to go in the diary with the same importance as everything else you know you put things in the diary that matter to others responsibilities and expectations upon you you put it in your diary to make sure it happens but the things for you do you put those in the diary to make sure that they get honored so making sure you get what you want what you really, really want and what you need because the things that you want are likely to be good for your mental health, emotional health, physical health, your resilience in general. So it's all good. And, you know, if it feels selfish, let's remember self-care is not selfish, it's survival. What's the alternative? You burn out, you're useless to everybody. So see you treating yourself well and doing nice things that, that you really want as a favour to all those around you that you have responsibilities for. Because the better you look after yourself, the better you'll be able to honour your promises to them rather than keeling over and having to cancel the things that you were going to do. Okay, that's us for today for this particular podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you will, on finishing the listening to this, have a little shake, have a little roll of the shoulders, take yourself a good glug of water, keep hydrated, Take care of your very precious self. Lots of love. Catch you next time.